Dreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy Group. Welcome, listeners, to our debut episode of Marvel Therapy Group, where we stop clapping. I am excited, Joe, okay? I'm going to clap if I get excited. This is what's happening. We're going to fight okay. over clapping. We're not even going to get to Marvel. Apparently. Anyway, we are a dedicated group of three super fans. Read the description. Go. Now. Description. <laughs> okay, we are... So, as Joe said, this is Marvel Therapy Group. This is a podcast where three Marvel super fans hold a group therapy session where they debate and discuss why the other two hosts' opinions on Marvel are wrong. That's right. So we are here uh, to console and right. you and comfort you in all your Marvel needs. And today, we have our debut episode. You're going to get to know us, our three hosts. So I think, started out, let's just introduce ourselves. I'll go first. So my name is Jack. Uh, I am a big Marvel super fan, as you can probably tell. We've said that a lot. And my favorite MCU, my favorite Marvel character is Daredevil. All right, are we doing last names? Is that a thing? Probably not. No? No last names? It's, it's whatever personal. you want to do. All right. Well, then my name is Joe, and my favorite Marvel so character... didn't want to do last names. Hey, we just agreed not to. <laughs> anyway, did. we can always change that in future episodes when we're famous. Anyway, uh, my favorite Marvel character is Magneto. My name is Haley, and I'm not choosing a favorite Marvel character at this point. Okay. I'm not. I don't have one yet. So, like we I said for... <laughs> For our about Haley not picking a favorite Marvel character. <laughs> For our first episode, we thought we'd start it with a little bit of nostalgia and go through our top five Marvel movies just to let you get a feel for what kind of podcast we're doing. So. Oh, we're going five, four, three, two, one. We're going five, four, three, two, one. Plus an honorable mention at the end. Um, who wants to start? Or fourteen. I'll go first. Gonna go, you know, across the table. All right. All right. So starting at number five, my top, my five, number five Marvel movie is the most recent one, and it is Infinity War. Excellent. You want to, you want to talk a little bit about that? Why yeah, it's your number five yeah. favorite? So obviously, expectations for Infinity War were super high. You know, hype has been. It's basically been like a movie ten years in the making. In my opinion, Marvel just exceeded all expectations. They made a movie that was just absolutely amazing. It was an amazing spectacle from beginning to end. It had comedy, it had drama, it had really hard-hitting moments. It was just a lot of fun to see in the theater until the last five minutes. Mm, fair. And I just feel like for a movie to be able to bring together so many different characters, so many diff- so many characters with like so many different personalities to make them all work and make them all be able to like come together and make this one really coherent movie, I feel like it's just an amazing achievement. And that's my number five. Excellent. You spoke very highly of that movie, so why is it number five? My, the only reason it's not higher is I definitely think it depend. It relies a lot on like the audience knowing, um, having seen a lot of Marvel movies before. Like I feel like it's not a movie you can just go in and be totally okay, just have like you know be able to watch without having any prior knowledge. It definitely depends on the audience knowing everything that's happened before. And I think for like a new fan, like you wouldn't want to, you couldn't show a new fan, like someone who had never seen a Marvel movie, you couldn't show them that one. Yeah. yeah that's like, the only, that's the only reason why it's... 
She still loved it. Really? <laughs> yeah. She was very emotionally stricken at the end, and she wasn't even attached. She was attached for two hours, and she was upset at the end. She won't even talk to me about it, because it's too upsetting. <laughs> and she wasn't even attached to the characters. Nope. Not at all. Wow. Well, Infinity War didn't even make my list. Um, not to say it wasn't a good movie, but... That's exactly what he's saying, <laughs> yeah. listeners. I have a lot of problems with that movie, because if you're gonna call your movie the biggest crossover event in recent history, you have to do a crossover, have the characters meet. It was just a series of characters in random parts of the galaxy fighting their own fight. Well, the problem with that argument, Joe, is that this is a two-part movie, so you have to think that characters who didn't meet in this part are gonna meet in the next part. Yeah, let's talk about that, because originally it was advertised as part one and part two, and then it was advertised as Avengers 3 and Avengers 4. And if you're going to make a movie, it needs to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And this was not an end. This was a cliffhanger for a part two that is not going to be a part two. I was not expecting there to be this cliffhanger that just would leave you dead inside. <laughs> wasn't fun. It wasn't really a cliffhanger. He said it in the middle of the movie. Oh yeah, no, you knew it was coming, especially if you've read the comic series. But it should have been a part one and part two. Well, because then that takes the emotional punch out of it. Well, you already know they're coming to come back anyway. Well, yeah, but it takes... More of the emotional punch out of it. We don't know that, Joe. Anything could happen in part four. No, you know what? The least devastating death to me was Spider-Man's, because as soon as he died, I was like, oh, well, guess what the first movie is after Avengers 4? Spider-Man 2. Yeah, but think about it. If there was one studio that could spend, like, $10 million to, like, pretend they're making a movie, it would be Marvel. What if all the promotional... What about all the stuff that we've seen for Spider-Man Homecoming is just a red herring? What if there's literally no Spider-Man Homecoming? I hope... That would be pretty cool, sort of, thoughts. You can't go back that far back. So you're saying there's no, like, if there was no Spider-Man Homecoming, it would be... I'm just saying, we don't know, movie? anything could happen, anything, Avengers 3, okay, it left the door just wide open for anything to happen, and that's why it's my number five, so... Mm -hmm. I think we're getting a little off track, why don't we go to your number five, Joe? My number five top, my number fifth top... Marvel movie is Iron Man 3. No. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. Wow. I feel like we should move on. It's getting controversial <laughs> right away here. Yeah. Um, Why? No, I love Iron Man 3 because it... Well, first of all, I love the Iron Man trilogy. It's my favorite Marvel trilogy. And this movie deals with a lot of good elements for the character, like his PTSD... And it also focuses, and this is the reason why a lot of people don't like it, but it focuses on Tony Stark. Not so much the Iron Man, but it brings a more humanistic element to it. As well as having a good action scene. Lots of good action scenes. A, a good action scene. Lots of good action good scenes. Good job, movie. You had one good action scene. I just misspoke. Lots of good action <laughs> scenes. <laughs> you know, I... I don't have a problem with doing a character-centric story, a character or a story that kind of strips away like this character's armor. But I don't know, it's just I think the first Iron Man set the bar so high for Iron Man movies and superhero movies in general that I don't think a I don't think either sequel is ever able to match that. Hmm. And I don't know, I just really don't have a lot just don't really have high opinions about uh, Iron Man 3. It's kind of just it's a very there yeah. movie Cause, for like, me. Cuz like I didn't hate it. I liked the movie. It wasn't bad, but, like, it wouldn't be in the top five out of all these movies. Well, it is my number five out of five. You go. Yeah, but it wouldn't be in the top five. 
Clearly not. I see your list right there. (laughs) My number five movie was um, Captain America Civil War. That was the fifth movie. Mm -hmm. Because it just played on a lot of like their pasts and emotional connections and a lot. It was like a psychological thriller. Yeah, like a political psychological thriller. It was really good. Because they had a lot of like red herrings. Yeah. So. Um, I have nothing really bad about that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Um, Gave us the Russo Brothers first MCU movie. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's not right. But no, so I didn't it was think their so. big like, first okay. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, gonna, get of, gonna get a lot of hate mail for that, but uh, <laughs> after our first time, I, I, I guess I meant more like first time they pretty much had the whole Avengers roster to play with. Right. Right. And this movie was kind of what really. Showed Kevin Feige and the rest of Marvel they could handle like a big cast like this and gave them that was what gave them the reins to Infinity War. Especially the airport scene. That is yeah. the one scene you remember from that movie, the airport fight scene. Absolutely. Even though sitting in a the the theater watching it and like yelling at Scarlet Witch because she was just decimated, not decimating, <laughs> she was just uh, leveling the playing field. She and then Vision came in and then it was evenly matched and that was okay. You know, you know. I, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Civil War was number one on my list for a long time, but watching it again, the only thing is, like, the plot kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. It really doesn't. It's it has of... the weakest villain, I, I would think. <laughs> I, oh, not the weakest. I wouldn't villain. Put There's him been some weak villains. Yeah. Uh, no, it's well, it's my least favorite villain, at least, because it it's based on a, on a contingency plan. <laughs> if his pro, if his uh, plan doesn't go step by step. His well, whole plan fails. No, because they show in the movie several times where his plan had failed and he went to a backup plan. Like what? Well, now I have to rewatch the movie. <laughs> but there was a plan where he didn't originally get the book when he had to. Yeah. And he yeah, had to mission, get it again. The mission report? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, they start focusing on those uh, other five, like, brainwashed uh, Winter Soldier-esque things. Yeah, red herrings. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was the movie would have been, like... If, if you mentioned um, the movie, the whole point was to have the Avengers rip themselves apart. Yeah, and he was ultimately very successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Because it's still not resolved. Still not resolved in Infinity War. Yeah. Because not all the, not all the characters crossed over in Infinity War. It's fine. I feel like if they did, they just. I didn't realize this was like a sore subject for you. Oh, it is. Oh, it's really it's like Thor Ragnarok. We will get to that. All right, so. Moving on to my number four movie, and it is the original Avengers. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like if Infinity War was the movie that was the accumulation of the whole MCU, Avengers was the movie that really kind of like blew the doors wide open. Like it was the one that's finally like just established Marvel as this dominant movie making studio. It finally just brought all these characters together. It did something no movie had ever done before. No modern movie, no especially no superhero movie. And I just think that it changed the game. Yeah. And I still think it holds up. I actually rewatched it before I went to go see Infinity War and I liked it a lot. I think st- I think the dialogue is really good. I'm a big Joss Whedon fan, so I like all the I, I'm I will defend Whedon quips. <laughs> Whedon quips are very funny. Uh, but yeah, the action is really good. The character interactions are really good. The end, the big battle in New York. I still think that's one of the greatest MCU moments. When yeah, the whole team it, comes together and have that circle shot. Like, come on, that's still right, sick. It's that's iconic. still like a high point of the MCU right there. It, it, it yes. <laughs> so it yeah, definitely number four is. Avengers. I have. That's a good pick. Yes. But we're gonna disagree with you because our number four is the same. 
Oh, yeah. I can your list. Yep. Thoughts on Avengers? I liked it, but it didn't make it in my top five. No, it didn't like... make it in my top five either, because the movie, to be honest, borderline makes no sense. <laughs> Until Infinity War, when there's a quick line about Loki being in cahoots with Thanos and bringing the uh, well, no, Chitauri they, they show he's in Earth. cahoots with Thanos at the very beginning. Well, not the very beginning. But, but they also never that... explain how Thanos, or not, uh, not Thanos, Loki comes back to life. Well, he just they follows... show that at the end he of Thor. No, I know. But that it's so random. Point. I know. He falls off the rainbow, uh, not the rainbow, the, the, the road. The Bifrost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the rainbow road. It's from Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> Good try. Thanks. So, uh, our number four, Haley's and my number four is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. That actually was my number four for a long time, too. Like, I've rearranged my list a lot, especially recently, but yeah, I'm a oh, big... Oh, yeah, this is very um, subject to change. I'm, I'm, I'm a big Guardians fan. I love the Guardians. Love the first movie. The first movie was definitely something really different, and it really was the movie that showed, like, we'll go see anything Marvel makes. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, sort of a standalone movie. It's not, like, its own superhero standalone movie. It's a team standalone movie, if that makes sense. But it's still its own separate movie from the MCU. And I'm a slacker for standalone movies. Full, full credit to James Gunn for making us care about all these characters <laughs> nobody had even had, had ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just feel like it's a really fun and enjoyable movie. And it hits a lot of points that... Um, it's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy is like the Avengers... Mm-hmm. Just with, like, less weight to it, so it's more fun. Yeah. Fun fact, I actually did not like the movie the first time I saw it in theaters, but that was because I saw it late, and it was overhyped. Uh, or, to me, it was overhyped, and I was expecting this fantastic movie, and I was like, yeah, that was a good movie. But I've grown as a Marvel fan, and now I like everything, <laughs> if you can call it growing as a Marvel fan. All right, so, Haley, yours was, uh, your number four was Guardians too. Yeah. Not Guardians 2, but Guardians yeah, as Guardians well. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so then that goes back to me. And here we go, Joe. Number three is Thor Ragnarok. Oh, good. It's Deal not your number it. one. <laughs> Deal with it. Thor Ragnarok is a great movie. Taika Waititi, amazing director, hilarious guy. Made me care about Thor again. Just totally reinvigorated the franchise. Oh, so much fun. Just a fun time at the movies, okay? Chris Hemsworth is hilarious. The whole cast is hilarious. They get Everybody is just on their A-game. It's funny. It's awesome. It's exciting. Yeah, number three, Thor Ragnarok. I am very pleased it's not your number one. It deserves no part in a top five list. This coming after I just said I like all the Marvel properties. <laughs> after I just said I've grown as a Marvel fan, like all the properties, but... Um, Thor Ragnarok's humor fell completely flat. It was a completely improvised movie, and... Uh, that makes it more amazing. No, it really doesn't. No, yes, it The does. plot completely fell apart, especially because there's no build-up to it. It's something like, oh, Odin's dead. Here's a sister you never knew you had. Here she is to come to kill you. Is that a problem? Okay, Kate Blanchett fine. is awesome. That, like, Hela, I think, is one of the best MCU villains. Oh, I don't deny that, but there was really no explanation to the character. Just kind of, <laughs> there it is. Plus, in the first five minutes, it resolves um, the ending of Thor The Dark World, which we were just talking about because no one cares about The Dark so World. So many fans <laughs> were so invested in Thor The Dark World. Like, oh, man. Well, <laughs> but it, it just, it resolved invested it. Invested in what part? All of it. No, it's, we're being sarcastic. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, 
Then that's okay. what's smart. Like they realized nobody cared. Nobody cared about that. So they're like, all right, we'll get rid of. We'll finish this. We'll like solve this in five minutes, and that frees up the rest of the movie for us to go on this like new direction with the franchise. Mm-hmm. That was the whole point. Like Thor: The Dark World was like really dark and serious, and then Thor: Ragnarok was like, this would be the dark and serious movie because we're losing everything, but also colors, yeah, and jokes, and, and gladiator a movie. battles, mm-hmm. yeah. And Jeff Goldblum. And Jeff dogs. freaking yeah. Goldblum, people. And a dog that goes, gets thrown off the Bifrost as well. Sort of. Anyway, um, any more thoughts on Thor Ragnarok? It's well, great. we can get back to it because it's my number one. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Um, I literally my... read my list. Yes, <laughs> Haley. Yes. Okay. We're on, we're on three. Yeah, three. My number three is Black Panther. It's a great movie. It, it, Standalone uh, movie, yeah. like I, I said. I was I felt so bad not having it in my top five because it is. It's a really good movie. I've watched it I've actually watched it twice uh, in the past like two months. I watched it once with like a friend and I watched it with my brother for the first time and both wow. times I was watching a movie twice in the past few months. That's amazing. Well, no, I just I mean, watched like... Infinity War twice in one day. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I just mean, like, each time, like, I'm still amazed, like, like I find something new in it, like, I, it holds up every time, like, I'm still oh, as no entertained, doubt. like, the first mm-hmm. time, as, like, as I was the first time I watched it. Yeah, seeing, exactly, seeing it in theaters, the first half hour, I was just in awe, because they were thinking of all these uh, inventions and things you can do with vibranium that just was visually stunning. Yeah, definitely, like, build up this whole new world of uh, Wakanda, which is, like, a really great addition to the MCU. It brought some much-needed diversity into the MCU. It was, and $700 million. Yeah, over a billion. A billion, seven hundred. Yeah, no, no, not $700 billion. Billion. 700, 700 domestic, <laughs> I think they just announced that. It made $700 billion, yeah. didn't wow. you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, your number three, Haley? My number three is Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I we already we already fought over it. Yeah. So. Covered Infinity War. It's number three is a good Your spot. Your list for is it. basically my list, like in a different order. So, <laughs> do you want to start with number two then? It's Black Panther. <laughs> awesome. All right, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, our lists are the same list in a different order. Do you want to say a little bit about why you liked Black Panther? Anything a, we haven't talked about? It was a about? beautiful movie. I could watch it like forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing. People are when Black Panther came out, people were like. Marvel's villain problem is saved. But you know what? Marvel never had a villain problem. Because when the yes, movies were coming mm, <laughs> when the movies were coming out, you just said people that were the not War villain was the worst ever. <laughs> it's still not a bad villain. It's just my least favorite. It's uh I don't know. <laughs> That's a complicated way of saying it's bad. Yes. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Without directly you saying. Are you saying you don't like Killmonger? No? Where did you get that idea? Because you said something. No, I don't you know. You say that when like, the Marvel, Marvel movie... overhyped Killmonger. No, no. I mean, going back to the beginning, the first movies, phase one, people always say that there was a villain problem. But when those movies came out, people were not as invested in a cinematic universe. They weren't expecting uh, these grandiose storylines. So they, I think the storyline of a classic... Uh, hero origin, villain arises, villain is either defeated by death or whatever. Usually death in the, in the first phase, I think. That was fine because that's what we were expecting. But And then we've evolved from that. Well, you have to say, like, people... I, I, I don't see how people could say that phase one had weak villains because until this most recent movie, you always heard, like, oh, man, I wish they'd bring back the Red Skull. Or, every, of course, everybody loves Loki, and he was, like, phase mm-hmm. one, and 
Everybody would. I bet people would love to see uh, Jeff Bridges come back again and do another movie. Right. See, I never had like a villain problem. Yeah. Marvel villains more kind of flopped in the Phase Two. I can agree. Mm. I think Phase Two was definitely like more of a like experimental phase. I think for the MCU. I think Phase Two is probably it the most more rocky like, phase of the yeah, MCU. Yeah, it was more I'd character say. building than like villain fighting mm-hmm. I think phase the... one was like superhero movie, movies and then phase two was like they're sequels and then phase three was like we're back phase yeah. two i think got weighed down by the need to establish all the infinity stones like they really doubled down mm, on i that. can see that yeah. except eldritch kellyan was still a really good villain um we're in yeah we're number we're two number now two. all right yeah. number two for me is guardians of the galaxy yeah. volume two. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I I had so much fun seeing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two in the theaters. Like within the first thirty seconds, when they're going to like fight the squid thing, and little group gets <laughs> up and he has like he's trying to plug in the uh, the Walkman, and then Mister Blue Sky starts playing and he's dancing. There's all this stuff going around. Like from then on, it's just so much fun. It's such a fun movie. Yeah. Like there's so many good jokes. I love James Gunn's humor so much. I I love Drax, and then we Dra- that movie made Drax. Pretty much like neck and neck with Captain America is my favorite MCU character. Mm-hmm. Because he was just killing it every line. It, oh, oh my god, Drax is so... I love his relationship with Mantis. I I could probably sit oh, here and, like, and just talk about like great Drax lines in Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Volume 2. Yeah. I love Mantis. That's all I have to say on that. But I it love also, Mantis. It also, I think it really sort of like helped me like build the relationship between the team even more. Like, yeah. I think, like, this has been said, but fate, but uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 was about becoming a family, and, vol- and Volume 2 is about being a family, and all the challenges that come with that. Yeah. That's the and same I reason think... that I almost prefer Ultron over the original Avengers, is because then Ooh, you don't bold have, like... statement. Well, because you don't have, like, the rockiness of the Avengers, and they just jump right into, like, teamwork. Yeah, no, I still... So, I like yeah. Age of Ultron. Yeah. yeah, so I love, like, the teamwork aspect, which is why I loved Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And also, really good villain in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I was just going to yeah. talk about that. So my biggest, my biggest uh, problem with Guardians Two was that they made Ego uh, Star Lord's father, because he's not. But it, but you know, you accept that the MCU is its own universe, and they can change it, so it's fine. It doesn't sound fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it was still a really enjoyable movie with a lot of cool special effects. Great script. And I'm just gonna say Yondu. That, that ending hit, yeah, me, yeah. hit me pretty hard. Exactly. And like Gamora and Nebula's relationship. Mm-hmm. That was a nice touch. And I can't believe we didn't talk about this when you guys brought up the original Guardians, but another great soundtrack in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. My uh, Spotify daily mixes now, like two of them are basically either MCU sounds or like MCU uh, soundtracks or just... 80s rock from Guardians because I listen to the soundtrack so much. When I go jogging, the first song on my like my running list is the uh, the song that plays when the MCU logo comes up before the movies. Yeah, because you know if you want to get pumped up for a run, like there's really nothing better than that. If you want to get pumped up in general, you just gotta listen to the M- like the yeah that Marvel theme song. I suggest get uh, the audio of every movie and just listen to that while I run. Yeah. I think that would be the best. I would run like 20 miles. It works. Like I used to in a research lab, I counted oysters for two hours and then i would just listen to marvel soundtracks what's that face for i feel like you would lose track because you're so invested in the soundtrack and suddenly it's like god was that 2542 or 2543 well no i had a counter you you 
make you push the button every time. That's almost worse because then you don't have to remember. <laughs> All right, Joe. Do you wanna you wanna say your number two? Yeah, my number two is Doctor Strange. Really? Mm. Really? I love that movie. I know. What? Yeah. I know you like it so much, but I don't like it as much. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> it's a very. It's. I don't dislike that movie. It's. I. I really like the cast. I think that was a really good cast. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. I'm a big Benedict Cumberbatch fan. Sherlock. I mean, like I was saying, I'm a sucker for standalone movies, and this <laughs> this was a standalone movie. It's great. It's an origin story. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, if anything, I feel like it's more, like, very middle-tier Marvel for me. Like... Because it's very much like Iron Man, but not Yeah, very stand. <laughs> so... They wasted Mads Mikkelsen. That's my biggest flaw yeah. with that movie. Because yeah. he's an amazing, am- amazing actor, and even, like, an even better guy at playing villains. They just mm-hmm. completely wasted him on this role. I don't even know what his thing was. He could always come back. I really kind of hope he does, because he's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, number one, then? Who wants Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Starting with that it. one. Okay. Just again. Just have to rehash Yes, Thor Ragnarok. Well, <laughs> we've uh, talked about Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, multiple yeah. times. We're getting the five-minute mark, so let's wrap this up. All right, so my number one is Captain America the Winter Soldier, and I'm going to say it right this time. This is the one that introduced the Russo brothers to the MCU. Okay. Well, yeah, this was the movie that really made me care about Captain America. Like, he became my favorite character in the MCU because of this movie. I feel like, it's like I said before, the first two um, movies in Phase 2, uh, Iron Man 3 and Door of the Dark World, were sort of, like, very shaky, I feel. I feel I was definitely Marvel, like, kind of figuring out exactly how they wanted to move their universe forward. And I feel like Captain mm-hmm. America was a movie that really got people, like, back into Marvel movies. It really just re-energized people. It was something different. It was, a, like, a 70s spy thriller. Yeah. I think this is that that was the best version of Captain America we've seen. Yeah. It had yeah. some of the best action introduced Falcon and best Black Widow, I think, in any of the MCU movies. I can agree with that. I have no problem with that being number one. Why well, didn't make a, my number five? I'm not really sure. <laughs> it just got slightly pushed out to one of the several honorable mentions. Yeah. Just yeah. like all number six. It got pushed out because uh, standalone movies. Yeah, I like them. My number one is Ant Man. <laughs> Really? Yeah. No more problems. Ant Man is just like refreshing. It's a new, it's an origin story. Yeah, but it's refreshing. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I don't think it's the best Marvel movie. It's again very middle, middle Marvel movies for me. <laughs> it's my favorite though. Really? Even more than Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, uh, that's debatable. I, I guess I haven't seen Ant Man and the Wasp enough times. I mean, just kidding. I've seen it a bunch of times in theaters, but they can be tied. I really don't know which one I like better, Ant-Man or Ant-Man and the Wasp. But you have Ant-Man as number one, so I think that's... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. I think your penchant for standalone movies is a little too strong. Maybe. (laughs) They're basically all standalone movies. Like, I'm not denying, like, I I rewatched Ant-Man before I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, and I enjoyed it. Like, it's a fun movie. It's a funny movie. Louise. Right, it's fun. It's One of the best low-key Marvel characters out there. Your only, like, not standalone movie is Iron Man 3. Yeah. That's sort of a standalone movie, though. But it's still, sort of. like, in the standalone genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, should we do an honorable mention? Yeah, you want to just list out three that you kind of wish you would put on the list? Good, because that's all I had. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I can think of three. You want to start, Haley? I put Iron Man, The Winter Soldier, and Ultron. Nice. Yeah. Joe? I would have to go with... 
Uh, Winter Soldier, definitely. Um, uh, you go. I'll think of more. All right, definitely I wish I had put Guardians on there, Black Panther. And uh, let's see, a third one I kind of wish I'd put on there. Um, yeah, it would probably be either Ant-Man or Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think it would be Ant-Man and the Wasp, just because I really like Evangeline Lilly. Like, I've, I'm glad she finally got the costume, and I really like how um, Michael Douglas got more to do with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, he was, like, part of the team. Yeah. My other two would be the Avengers, because, you know, honorable mention <laughs> Avengers, and Infinity War, because you, you have to. <laughs> we, we got a we got a movie that wasn't a standalone movie out of Joe people. Yeah, <laughs> two like movies, <laughs> two Avengers. I just said Avengers. All right, so I think that's about all the time we have for this episode. We want to thank you so much for tuning in, guys. You have anything else you want to add? You can find us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we will be Marvel Therapy Group the, as soon as we make those all pages. All the social medias, Instagram. Yes, we are planning on it. We will let you know when we make them. <laughs> find us alright thanks again and yeah we hope you'll tune in next time definitely mm-hmm. last words Haley nope just that we're gonna <laughs> scream outside of this microphone thanks and for tuning camera. in <laughs> see you next time thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group where together we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session. 